1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fees, 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.
3: From
0: KCBS Radio, I'm Mallory Samara and from Matt Pittman. And this is Bay Current for Wednesday, May 4th. The backlash from the Supreme Court's leaked draft opinion to Politico on the decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, which would end federally sanctioned abortion rights in the U.S., has not been quiet. The leak has been confirmed by the Supreme Court, but the draft is not final and published yet, but it could be in the coming weeks. So, from coast to coast, the people, politicians, activists have all taken to social media to express disappointment, grief, and outrage. Not only about what this could mean for abortion rights, but for same-sex marriage, trans rights, and the list goes on. Most people seem to not be very surprised though, especially since last year's hearings on the issue gained so much attention. And California Governor Gavin Newsom has already vowed to build a firewall for abortion rights for those living in the state, but many have seen this event as an opportunity to speak up for those living in other states by taking action. And take action to the streets they did. And just a warning, you might hear some graphic language in this episode. I am not an Last night on the evening of May 3rd, just two blocks from San Francisco City Hall, at 450 Golden Gate Avenue in front of the Philip Burton Federal Building, was the site of one of many emergency rallies for abortion rights across the Bay Area and the country. Several hundred abortion rights supporters gathered, carrying signs, some wearing their pussy hats made famous from the Women's Marches of 2017 dogs and kids were even in attendance for the rally, which was organized and attended by groups and organizations like the National Mobilization for Reproductive Justice and the Raging Grannies and the Freedom Socialist Party. A few major politicians showed up in support too, like California Attorney General Rob Bonta, Assemblyman Phil Ting, and San Francisco Mayor London Breed.
2: this effort, and I want to thank all of you for coming out and expressing how important this is. The sad reality is we shouldn't be here. When I think about many of the laws and the challenges that exist that make it so easy to get a gun to kill somebody, yet when it comes to the right for a woman to make her own decision about her life, her body, and her future, all of a sudden people are interested in making decisions using the legal recourse of policy decisions in order to stop women from making our own decisions if we want to protect reproductive health then we have to make sure that we fight against this supreme court decision that we believe is inevitable that we fight against this injustice that we don't walk away all of your voices are going to be a critical part of this conversation this is a health crisis and when the pandemic hit we rallied together we declared a state of emergency we made hard decisions we saved lives this is about saving lives so here in california we'll continue to do everything we can but as i said we need other women in other states to have the same access It shouldn't be about paying for a plane ticket for someone to come here if they've been raped and they want to get an abortion. It should not be about needing to fly somewhere or drive somewhere to get the kind of medical care that you need to protect yourself and your body. And I'm gonna be honest, I don't think any man should be making a decision about how women choose. (laughs) change. I don't need you trying to tell me what should happen with my body. That's my decision. What if I told you you have to make some decisions about your body? How would you feel about that? That's what this boils down to. We will not let every way be defeated. Together, we are going to stop this from happening. Thank you all for your advocacy and your work. we
0: Many of the people I spoke with and heard from were older women who've witnessed a spectrum of reproductive and women's rights fluctuate throughout their lives.
4: How are you today? Disappointed. And like someone said,
3: we're back to this shit
4: again. I don't know if I can say this shit again.
3: It's a podcast, so it might be a little bit more possible to, to fit that in there. Um, if you're comfortable, what's your name? How old are you? And are you from ba- the Bay Area? I'm Linda.
4: I'm 70. And from I live in San Francisco. But it wouldn't matter where I lived. I mean, this is a, a basic right for um, health care for women is uh, abortion. It's part of our health care. And it's all part of them trying to get control
3: over women. By, both Biden and Obama spoke out against it today. Is What did you say? Can you say that again? That's nice.
4: (laughs) Is that enough? No. No, no, no. We're going to have to, to, we we have to fight for this. We have to push them to do something about this. I mean, it's really clear the Democrats aren't going to do anything about anything. They're happy with their corporate donors giving them all their money. And that's the problem. So corporations are running this country and it has to stop. Democrats have proven they're not willing to do anything to do that. So we have to start standing up and t- doing it ourselves.
3: Yeah. Now, I know that uh, some of the folks who are organizing this rally, they're called the Raging Grannies. They've been been—they've been around and been activists for quite some time. Yeah. Um, for you, did you think that you were going to have to see this happen again?
4: No. <laughs> no. But I'm not surprised. I mean, they've been warning us, So, but I just didn't think it was going to happen, but... And I'm very grateful that somebody leaked it so we can start working on it because it's
3: gonna take some work what do you think needs to happen do you think row is enough or do you think maybe we need like a revision or some something padlocked in there that um,
4: this whole system is broken every piece of this system is broken and- It needs work. No one has been able to or wanted to really dig in and do it because it's so much work. I mean, just jails. Everybody, they just send everybody to jail. That's not okay.
3: Well, and some people are saying that the Democrats have kept Roe not padlocked in because they want to use it as like election leverage.
4: Democrats don't know what they're doing. They just don't. The progressives do, but now some of the progressives have kind of lost their way. I mean, we, had a, we have an amazing woman running in Ohio that they're not supporting because she's too progressive. She really wants to change up the system, and they don't like that because it, it's all run by corporate donors. And the Supreme Court did that.
0: As the rally ended, in unison, protesters walked a couple of blocks down Larkin to Market Street by police escort, past Civic Center, past the Bill Graham Auditorium, where people were lined up to get into the Lord Concert. Heather was standing by proudly with a sign that read, We Demand Reproductive Rights Now, in her pink knitted pussy hat on the corner of Larkin and Grove, leaning on her cane.
5: I'm here today to protect the rights of women. We are It's not our job to have their babies. <laughs> and um, as a registered nurse, I think it's really important that we keep it safe and legal, because all this does is this is just going to ban safe abortions. It will always happen. There will always be desperate people. So let's do harm reduction and let's keep it dignified, safe and healthy. And it's a fact of life. And if anyone is against women having rights to their body, don't procreate with a woman. It's simple as that. One hundred percent of the unwanted pregnancies have been created by two people.
3: And with us being in California, in the Bay Area, we have a little bit more access to this care than other people do in other states. Um, we how have does
5: access to this care, yes, but with health care in general, if you don't have health care, you're literally a second-class citizen in America. This is the only developed nation in the planet where you don't get healthcare by demand. And again, you have to work for the right corporation to be offered this unaffordable insurance or you're literally a second-class citizen in this country. It's not like this in the um, United, uh, the EU. It's not like this in Scandinavia. It's not like this in a lot of developing and also some pre-developing nations. We're the richest country in the history of the human species. And we're still not providing medical care to everybody. And this is part of medical care. Keep it safe, keep it healthy.
0: Then, up Market Street, protesters marched, garnering support from drivers by, honking their horns, and folks cheering from the wraparound balcony at the queer bar, The Lookout, up at Market 16th and NOE. One woman who had a slew of photographers, including myself, ask for her photo was wearing the signature red cape and white hood from The Handmaid's Tale, but with a noose around her neck.
2: It's pretty terrifying. It feels as though—that's why I'm dressed in this handmaid's outfit. It feels like we're headed in a very scary direction. This is going to be a much scarier impact for people living in states where abortion rights are going to be taken away very quickly. It's pretty terrifying. It's going to result in a lot of suffering and even death. I was born in the 60s, and I, I just can't believe that Roe v. Wade's been around since the 70s. It's going to be overturned. It's, it's. It just boggles my mind that things can move backwards like this.
0: But it wasn't just women out there in support. I
1: support human rights, and a woman's right to choose is her human right. so uh, I think it's a non-sequitur as to why I should be here. I think it's important to show people that uh, you're not alone in your, in your voice and that other people think the same way, and uh, it, it impacts so many other people that it's, you know, it's, a, it's an important subject. Uh, you
3: can't uh, avoid it.
0: The march ended at Castro and Market, steps away from the Castro theater and under flapping rainbow flags. It's where I finally got a chance to catch up with one of the rally's organizers, Christina Lee, with the National Mobilization for Reproductive Justice.
3: How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I am 36. And so our generation, I'm 34. Why is it important for us to show up for this cause, you know, why Why are we here today? Yeah. Okay, so I'm actually very excited that you asked this because I didn't get to
1: tell this story earlier. When I was in college, I, you know, I went to Sac State. I used to take the Amtrak back and forth. And there was one day when I was talking to some lady on the train and somehow we were, you know, got into a conversation about abortion. And she told me that if my generation wanted to keep the right to abortion, we would have to fight for it. And that is something that I have taken to heart. And so I'm a member of the Freedom Socialist Party and radical women. And when radical women, you know, put out a call to create the national mobilization for reproductive justice, I was like, oh, that is what that lady was talking about. I had, you know, have, you know, of course, written letters before, you know, tried to lobby my representatives, but, you know, clearly that has not been enough. Clearly, what is needed is what was needed in, you know, the 60s when we won the right to abortion, which was people in the streets, people telling their stories, and then people demanding the things that we need. So you know, it's not just abortion, it is birth control, it is the full range of health care, it is protection for queer and trans families. It is strong union rights. People ask me, oh, you know, I've been with my partner since 2004 and we were in high school. They've been asking, oh, when are you gonna have kids? And the thing I always say is like, I can't take care of a kid. I can barely take care of me under this system. And, you know, and it just keeps getting harder and harder for parents. And so instead of trying to force people to have children by taking away their reproductive rights, maybe encourage people to have children by creating a world that people feel like they can raise children in
3: we saw a lot of different ages here today a lot of different ethnicities and you know we are in the bay area why is it important for this like solidarity across age across ethnicity and everything well because the the
1: movement for reproductive rights you know has always had people from all kinds of communities during slavery times, black women were, you know, trying to claim their right to control their fertility because they were, you know, they were basically mares to create more capital for the people that owned them. And then, you know, later on, you know, you had people of color being sterilized by the state because the state didn't want people of color to have more children because they were looked upon as burdens. And people would be continuing to get pregnant and you know be forced to raise these children in their homes without having the choices to you know have an education, have a career. And you know, and people of color often don't even get that choice to be able to have the kids that they want to have. And so, you know, reproductive justice means something different for all communities. For queer and trans people to have access to competent health care and culturally sensitive health care is also really important. And so it doesn't do any good to fight for any of these issues in a vacuum. We need to all come together and, you know, fight for these things as a movement. You know, if it was just like me, people my age and younger coming out, you know, it's like we know how to do things. But and then like and then we also get to add, you know, new ways of organizing into the mix. So we've been organizing over Zoom. We've been organizing over social media we have a TikTok, you know, and like, you know, and sorry, I'm just, I I pushed for that. So I'm really pleased about that. But yeah, but then we also really benefit from learning from people who were fighting for the right, you know, who got us the right to abortion to begin with, who have, you know, experience in building the communities and movements that, you know, had kept abortion rights going to begin with. It doesn't work when we have to keep building movements from scratch and so we have to keep we have to remember to learn from the previous movements and then also to knit other movements together so queer movements, trans movements, women's movements, poor people's movements, people of color movements, so that we're all fighting together and staying strong and defending our rights.
0: New episodes of Bay Current are out every day, and we'd love to be a part of your daily routine. Please subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or just about anywhere you listen. We're also on YouTube, on the KCBS Radio YouTube page. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm Mallory Samara, informat Pittman. We'll chat with you again tomorrow.